Welcome to the Michigan Business Beat, everybody. This is Chris Holman. So happy to spend time with you again. Hope you had a very prosperous week. We're going to do everything we can this week during the show to help you have yet another one. And let's start with a little bit of a Michigan Business Beat encouraging business news. Along with batteries, car parts, and furniture, Michigan's tax incentives have brought some of the uh, sweet things in life to Michigan. Thanks to companies that received mega or Michigan Economic Growth Authority tax credits, Eating Michigan Made has incentives as well. So here's a little rundown of some of those. Kilwin's Quality Confections, Inc. in Petoskey, with 50 shops across the country, but best known for its fudge shops in Mackinac Island, is uh, expanding its fudge production and creating up to 40 jobs in Petoskey with the help of a $558,000 mega tax credit approved last year. And Request Foods, Incorporated of Holland, a producer of uh, private label frozen dinners and side dishes, was approved for a $2.55 million mega tax credit for a $26 million expansion to create more than 200 jobs. This year, the company received a tax-free Renaissance Zone designation from the state as it prepares to build a second plant that would create 250 jobs. Northern United Brewing LLC, here we go folks, buckle up, which received a $1.1 million tax credit to create up to 158 jobs, is setting up shop in Ann Arbor, Dexter, and Peninsula Township to make beer, spirits, and wine. And keeping in that genre, Brewery Vivant, which won $556,000 in tax credits, will specialize in Belgian and French-style beers. That brewer, in a 140-seat tap room and restaurant, slated to open later this year in Grand Rapids East Hills District. Locust Development and Jason Spaulding, a former co-owner of uh, New Holland Brewing Company, are partnering on that project. So a lot of tasty things in our future here in Michigan, thanks to the mega grants. And now for the uh, SBAM, the Small Business Association of Michigan update of the week. Mike Batterby joins us, Director of Government Relations for SBAM. Michael, good to have you on. How you doing? Good. How are you, Chris? Now, I know you work on legislation day in and day out, but one of the things uh, ancillary but very tightly related to that is how the elections turn out. And uh, our next thing on the docket is August 3rd. That's the primary. Tell me about the importance of that. Well, the, the primary election that's coming up next week is very important. Um, it, uh, not only is the, the main reason of the primary is to determine who the Republican and Democratic nominees will be that will face off in the general election. And, of course, that's extremely important as far as uh, sort of winnowing down the field to see who will be there in November. But perhaps more important is that in a large number of districts, uh, legislative districts across the state uh, for the House and the Senate, the districts are such that either one one party is assured a win, virtually assured a win, come November. And so essentially the, uh, the election is happening this week, not in November, as far as who will represent uh, people's interests uh, throughout the next few years. Now, you know, it's kind of interesting because I watched a, uh, a primary result last week, and uh, or a, a primary um, a debate, uh, and, and that was uh, down in the uh, Battle Creek, Kalamazoo area, uh, where Tim Wahlberg and two other would-bes are going. That might be one of those districts you're talking about where the person who wins that Republican uh, primary will probably win the general and represent us uh, in Washington, D.C. Well, it could be. Uh, that, that might be one. Um, and there's other, in, as far as congressional seats go, uh, the seat to replace Congressman Hoekstra, that's pretty much uh, the winner of the Republican primary will advance. Uh, the, the seat to uh, replace Congressman Ehlers, the, probably the uh, winner of that Republican primary will advance. And, of course, uh, on the Democratic side, many of the seats uh, in our urban areas, Detroit, Saginaw, Flint, um, the primary is, is the one that virtually decides from the Democratic side who will uh, advance in November. Now, it's going to be interesting watching these, and, of course, we want to see who's got the business agenda in mind, and we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that as we go along. Mike Batterby, Director of Government Relations for the Small Business Association of Michigan. As always, good to spend time with you. Keep up the good work. 
Thank you, Chris. You All, right. All right. Sid Allen up next. He's the president and CEO of the Midland Chamber of Commerce. We'll find out how things are there when we come back on the Michigan Business Beat. I'm Chris Holman. Are you looking to make a move? Maybe you're changing homes or relocating your business, or maybe you just need to move a few things down the hall. No matter how big or how small your needs, two men in a truck can get you there safely and on time. Two men in a truck are the movers who care, and it shows. From our uniformed and insured staff to the high level of quality training we give each of our employees, when you move with two men in a truck, you can rest assured that your move will be as smooth as possible. And the two men in a truck makes moving easier. Even easier by offering a complete line of boxes and packaging supplies for your convenience. So when planning your next move, contact Two Men in a Truck, 517-485-4545 for your free estimate. That's 517-485-4545 or visit us on the web at twomeninatruck.com. Two Men in a Truck, we're the movers who care. At DBI, we do what we do so you can do what you do best. We do office. Locally owned and operated, DBI has everything you need for the office. From ergonomic office furniture and office interiors to the latest technology and movable walls and sound masking. DBI offers top quality products at user-friendly prices. And we can help with design and installation too. You can count on DBI for all the office supplies you need. DBI is the largest independent supplier of office products in Michigan, and we offer free nationwide next-day delivery on office supplies with no minimum order. At DBI, you get personal care and attention. Nobody does customer service like we do. DBI, at your service in downtown Lansing, downtown Jackson, and online at dbiyes.com. That's dbiyes.com. DBI. We do office. When you think golf in Michigan, you should think Eagle Eye and Hawk Hollow. Eagle Eye and Hawk Hollow offer 18 and 27 hole championship courses. We're the home of the Michigan section of the PGA headquarters and also the host site of the 2007 Michigan PGA Championships. Eagle Eye was rated the fifth best new upscale public course in the whole country in 2005, so it's clear that for the best golf in Michigan, Eagle Eye and Hawk Hollow soar miles above the rest. If you're looking for a great place for your next annual meeting or even your wedding reception, think Eagle Eye and Hawk Hollow. There are eight different meeting and banquet rooms available, seating as little as 10 or as many as 500 people. And what could be better than looking out over these beautiful courses, complete with a lake view in each banquet setting? For more information on the best golf in Michigan, call Eagle Eye and Hawk Hollow today or go online to hawkhollow.com. Welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat. I'm Chris Holman. Good to have you aboard today. We're uh, we're joined right now by Sid Allen. He's the president and CEO of the Midland Chamber of Commerce. Sid, love to go up to Midland. That's a great area up there. Um, and and let me welcome you to the show. How you doing? I'm doing just great, Chris. Appreciate you having me on. Well, it's it's always good to have the chambers, and you're some of the best people to. Uh, to update us on what's happening in your community, and and so let's start with that. Tell, give us a little lowdown on the uh, on the chamber. Well, uh, the chamber itself has been doing quite well. We've had a good year this year. Uh, we've added a lot of new members. Uh, this is going to be one of our best membership years ever. Uh, we've seen our membership grow uh, up to almost a thousand members, which for a wow. community that serves about forty five thousand people, uh, that's that's quite. A good number. Uh, since uh, about 2005, we've grown from about 700 members to almost uh, that thousand members. So we've had a tremendous growth cycle here in the last four or five years, uh, and we have a very enthusiastic membership that uh, supports our programs and uh, seems to be behind us. And they all want to see business get better, and uh, that's why they're members of the chamber. So well, we're trying to serve them as best we can. I'll tell you, you're doing some things right because there are a lot of uh, memberships and associations that are uh, that are actually shrinking a little bit because of the uh, the economic times. So obviously, what you're bringing to them is uh, is a value. Let, let's talk about that uh, a little bit. With membership, there's some there's some things that they get. 
Well, that's right. Uh, you know, I, I believe, Chris, that the number one thing that we can sell is good programming. That's the best retention tool that we have. It's the best membership sales tool we have. So we try and build some good, solid, meaningful program. Uh, in the last year or two, we've added two significant programs that appeal to a lot of our members. Number one is in the area of advocacy. Uh, we've added a staff person, a full-time staff person, to deal with uh, advocacy, legislative affairs, those types of things. And we've also added a young professionals network that we call MyPros, uh, which is for middle and young professionals, uh, trying to make the community more attractive to young professionals and get young talent here in Midland. So those are two significant programs that we've added to uh, what we considered already a pretty strong programming side to our organization. Uh, the advocacy piece, I think, in the last couple of years has gone up as an attraction, too. People are starting to realize they really do need a watchdog or a representative uh, in, uh, in Lansing to see what's going on. Well, I, I think that that's the case, absolutely. Uh, a lot of people see things going on not only in Lansing but in Washington that they're not comfortable with, uh, that they think they need some uh, stronger representation, especially in terms of numbers. And a lot of people have turned to chambers of commerce and associations and organizations like that uh, to get an extra voice, if you will, besides just their own, uh, before elected officials and other agency heads, department heads, things like that. Well, you're doing a tremendous job up there, obviously. you have any uh, upcoming events we should be promoting here? Well, absolutely. We, we've got a couple of things, although we do slow down significantly uh, in the summer as far as events because a lot of our members are on vacation and, and gone from town. Uh, but that also allows us a lot of planning time for the fall, which is a particularly busy time. But we do have a program that our advocacy group puts on called Issues and Answers, and we have our next one scheduled for the 30th of July. We're going to be featuring uh, gubernatorial candidate Mike Bouchard. We've had just about every gubernatorial candidate uh, running uh, in the primary this year, and Mike Bouchard is, I believe, the last one to accept our invitation before the actual primary uh, date. Uh, we've got a couple of other things. Uh, we've got a quarterly membership luncheon scheduled on the uh, 25th. Uh, we're going to have a program about Pure Michigan, let our members hear about that and how important tourism is to economic development here in the community. So those are just a couple of the things that are, are coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Well, that sounds like a, a cadre of things. I, you know, I'm, I'm a, I love watching politics. I'm an old baseball guy. How's your baseball team doing up there? Is it, is it still uh, drawing people to the stadium? Uh, the baseball team is doing quite well this year on the field and off the field. Uh, they qualified for the playoffs by virtue of their second-place finish in the first half of the season, and they've gotten off to a red-hot start in the second half. They're actually leading their division in the second half uh, by about seven games at last count, and uh, they would qualify for the playoffs again, but they don't need to in the second half. So they'll be in the playoffs uh, come September. Off the field, attendance is uh, picked up as it always does during the summer when the weather warms up a little bit and also when school is dismissed. Yeah. And so they're seeing crowds regularly in the four, five, and even higher range uh, at present time. So uh, another good season for the Great Lakes Loons. Boy, good stuff. Sid Allen, President and CEO of the Midland Chamber of Commerce. Keep up the good work up there, my friend. Thanks for uh, spending time with us. You bet. No problem. All right. We're going to take a uh, trip down the road. We're going to talk with Tim Damon in just a minute, president of the Lansing Regional Chamber of Commerce. Get a little update there right here on the Michigan Business Beat. I'm Chris Holman. Medications. Got them. And my insulin supplies. Exercise. Most days. Blood sugar level. On target. Diet. Eating healthy. A1C. Under control. Managing diabetes, including controlling blood sugar, is a team effort that requires a plan that's right for you. For more information, visit standfordiabetes.org. A public service of TCOYD made possible with support from Sanofi Aventis U.S. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Oh, bird. Hey, good to see you. Oh, yeah, Ranger. Hey, did you see those people leaving the forest without putting out their fire? Nowhere. <laughs> right over here. <laughs> you going to go rough them up? No. I'm just going to ask them to put their fire completely out. Oh, come on, you pansy. Did you just call me a pansy? Did I say that out loud? You start a fire, you put it out. A public service message brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service. You stay forest during the ad council. Close your eyes in Chicago. 
and you can hear the sound of zebra braying in Africa. Look hard out your window in D.C. And you can see the snow-covered peaks of the Andes. Stand on a corner in L.A. and feel the hot wind of the Sahara brush across your face. The world is that small. We are that connected. Please visit earthshare.org and learn how the world's leading environmental groups are working together, making it so simple for you to make a difference. Because we are many, and we are one. Please visit us at earthshare.org to learn more. Earthshare. One environment. One simple way to care for it all. A public service message from Earthshare and the Ed Council. Welcome back. You're listening to the Michigan Business Beat. I'm Chris Holman, and joined right now by the uh, president of the Lansing Regional Chamber of Commerce, Tim Damon. Tim, it's good to have you on. How you doing? I'm doing well, Chris. How are you? Excellent. I'm, uh, as usual, doing doing better than I deserve, and I'm happy to be in that position. Let's uh, let, let's talk a little bit about the Lansing Regional Chamber. You guys have been around a long time, and you've done a lot of marvelous work there in mid-Michigan. Well, well, we have, Chris, and in fact, uh, our upcoming uh, newsletter that we'll be publishing in August is kind of tracking and tracing the history of the chamber, and we've been able to trace it back to, to 1901 when a group of uh, Lansing businessmen came together here, and uh, they were able to lure uh, R.E. Olds back to Lansing to build his uh, his manufacturing uh, plant here in, uh, here in Lansing. They, they purchased the Old State Fairgrounds and then provided that land at no charge to R.E. Olds to build the facility there. So it's been, a, it's been an interesting process here over the last... Uh, last uh, period of time as we uh, kind of track, uh, trace back our history. You know, that's kind of interesting. So they, they actually, the inception was, was kind of, uh, they were granulated around uh, an event. And that was, uh, you know, the the business guy saying, hey, we've got to have Arioles here. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and the point that, that is there is I think with, you know, with Chambers of Commerce, not only the Lansing Regional Chambers, but I think Chambers of Commerce across the country, they're, their impact on uh, on local economies and state economies from an economic development and economic growth and business growth standpoint, uh, that's who and, and what chambers uh, do. And uh, you know, the Lansing Regional Chamber has a proud, uh, proud and long uh, heritage here in the, in the region. That that is cool. Congratulations on that. You've done a lot of great things over the uh, over the years. Tell me, uh, tell me how membership is holding up. You know what? Our, our membership is steady. We, uh, we we've been uh, fairly constant around the 1,200 mark uh, for the past uh, the past couple of years. We we definitely are uh, beginning to see somewhat of an uptick, which has been encouraging this year. And I think what we've been most pleased with is to see our retention numbers, and that is that you know our current members are, are coming back, and uh, that to me is a, a sign of an organization that's doing some of the right things when you're able to keep your keep your existing members well and let's let's talk about some of those uh some of those right things uh membership in the in the chamber gets you a lot of uh a lot of perks and, and a lot of opportunities tell me a little bit about what's going on well you know what we have really four uh distinct areas that, that we talk about and one is in that membership uh services area and membership development. Uh, the other is our business advocacy and, uh, and government affairs area, where we, we do a lot of work with a lot of our local elected officials and state officials on, on new policy and advocating just for a strong business climate here in the greater Lansing region. Our events and, and business networking, which is where we have this, uh, I think in any given week we have a program, uh, a program that we run from our uh, monthly number mixers to managing the greater Lansing Economic Club, where we bring in uh, you know, some high-profile speakers to address a lot of our business and community leaders to, uh, you know, to our annual dinner uh, program, which, you know what, we're pleased in coming up in a couple of years will be our 100th annual dinner uh, in 2012. And so we're already, believe it or not, already starting to plan for uh, for that big uh, gala event. And, and then, Chris, something, you know, that we've been working with you on, as well as a number of other community leaders here, the International Trade Center is uh, is something that we're really getting launched here and really trying to help a lot of our businesses and members here in the region uh, look at new international and global opportunities. Well, and, and it's good timing because you, you have uh, now an international designation and a true port of entry, Port Lansing, uh, out at your airport. You know, we do, and I tell you, it's the, the umbrella that we have is with this International Trade Center, but part of that, Chris, is the, is the port of entry you mentioned uh, at Capital Region International Airport. 
uh, also the foreign trade zone, which is a, a direct benefit for businesses who are importing products in and then potentially re-exporting. Uh, the city of Lansing recently designated with an EB-5 uh, designation, and we're working closely with them on the marketing of that. And then with the university being here from a market education and development standpoint, we're partnering very closely with um, with our friends at the university and, and continuing to provide some of the educational opportunities for our members. Wow. It's excellent stuff. And and, uh, and you've got, uh, I, I, I don't know if you alluded to the event you have coming up, which is pretty interesting. You know what? We, we do. On August 19th, we are actually hosting in partnership with the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. We are hosting the U.S. Uh, Korean ambassador um, to, and he'll be here speaking over the lunch hour on Thursday, August 19th at a Kellogg Center. Um, his name is uh, Han Duck Su. He is actually the former prime minister of uh, South Korea, so he has a great uh, background, and we're looking forward to he's going to come in and talk a little bit about the pending uh, U.S.-Korea uh, free trade agreement and the impact it can have on creating growing, growing jobs, not only in the Lansing region, but the entire state of Michigan. Well, start start your membership thinking internationally, because that's the market we got to go to. Tim Damon, president of the Lansing Regional Chamber of Commerce, always good to spend time with you, Tim. You know, I appreciate it, Chris. Thank you very much. All right, keep up the good work. I'm Chris Holman. It's hard to run your business alone. That's why the Small Business Association of Michigan is here to help. Become a free trial member of the Small Business Association of Michigan and take advantage of the buying power, political power, and expert resources we have available. The Small Business Association of Michigan can provide you with many time and money-saving services, including free human resources advice, free legal expertise, gasoline discounts for you and your employees, retirement plan services, and cost-effective health plans. With the Small Business Association of Michigan at your side, you'll also get the power to amplify your voice in the halls of the Capitol on issues important to your business. Through our weekly legislative updates, opportunities to support business-friendly candidates, and Small Business Association of Michigan lobbyists advancing the small business agenda. For more information, call us today at 1-800-362-5461 or visit us on the web at www.sbam.org. Every consumer understands that regular vehicle maintenance is important, and when scheduling maintenance, you want to ensure that it's done right. Michigan's new vehicle dealerships employ some of the most experienced auto techs available. They work directly with your vehicle's manufacturer and have access to the most updated repair and maintenance techniques. Dealerships also stay current with automotive repair advancements through participation in the latest training programs, which makes your dealership service department a great option. For more information, visit www.michiganada.org. Do you like to travel for fun and excitement, craving a relaxing getaway? No matter where you want to go or what you want to do, you can trust Dean Trailways to get you there. Our luxury motor coach lets you relax while you travel. No traffic to worry about, no parking fees, no hassle. Are you looking for some sizzling excitement this fall? Let Dean Trailways bring on the heat and take you to Firekeepers, Michigan's newest gaming hotspot. Experience the thrills of the slots, blackjack, craps, the live poker room, and indulge in the world-class restaurants, all while counting on Dean to bring you home safely. Dean Trailways of Michigan. Travel smart. Welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat. I'm Chris Holman, and uh, just ecstatic to have uh, this gentleman on. He's the uh, head of the Michigan Association of Realtors, uh, Bill Martin, an old friend and uh, a guy who's done a lot of great things uh, in the state of Michigan. Uh, and, Bill, welcome to the show. How you doing? Chris, it's a pleasure to be with you, my friend. It's always good to spend time with you, and and, uh, and part of it is your fascinating background. I want to start there. We'll talk about the association in a second. Uh, let's sure. let's clue everybody uh, as to what you have been doing in your career. Wow. Uh, well, not everything. Long, not everything. Yeah, it's a long and fascinating. <laughs> I've had some great opportunities, Chris. Yeah. Uh, I will uh, I will only expose the ones that publicly can be done. So, there, there you uh, go. You know, going back to being a state trooper was uh, a lifelong dream for me. And then uh, I went from there to the state legislature, uh, representing Calhoun County, which is Battle Creek, Marshall, Albion. Uh, and from there, I was uh, uh, benefited by the governor. He appointed me uh, commissioner of the Michigan State Lottery. So I was there for four years and then finished out my tenure in state government uh, with the Department of Corrections as director of that department for about three years. Wow. 
So that's pretty fascinating stuff. I mean, you've, you've been a lot of different places, and you know a lot about state government and how the state works. And then you wound up as the Michigan Association of Realtors CEO, which is where you're at now. Uh, Great place, too. Yeah. And, and you do a marvelous job there. Um, tell me a little bit about the association so everybody understands who, who's involved in it. Well, we, uh, we represent all the realtors in Michigan. Uh, we are largely an advocacy organization focusing on private property rights. As you might uh, guess, most advocacy organizations work on behalf directly for their memberships benefit. We're a little unique in that we work uh, mostly uh, for the benefit of private property owners. Uh, of course, realtors, you would argue, could benefit from home ownership, which they do. But uh, we do some lobbying for the realtors relative to licensing standards, those sorts of things. Most of our time, Chris, is on uh, private property rights and making sure uh, people uh, are protected from government. So, so is your membership primarily realtors? Primarily it is. Uh, we would have uh, affiliate members, people that are in the industry, mm-hmm. uh, but they would not be realtor members. Got it. Okay, so so tell me a little bit about it, and I, I, I'm going to come at it from this angle. Uh, it's It's been uh, a, a couple of tough years, I think, for realtors. Um, tell me about that, although the last quarter, I think, fared reasonably well. Yeah, we've gone through uh, a very interesting, painful cycle for almost everybody involved. Uh, there have been some that have benefited through this, as is the case always in capitalism. When there's a downside, somebody's always on the upside. But generally speaking, uh, it's been pretty dark for the last uh, three or four years. One one thing I think that we did enjoy here is that we never saw the huge run-up in property values that uh, other states saw mm-hmm. in the early 2000s, mid-2000s. So when we fell, we didn't have this far to fall. But we didn't. We never got the appreciation and the gain. So it's it's been a tough run for us in this state. It's compounded, of course, with the other economic uh, issues that we're faced with. But uh, this spring, because of the first-time homebuyer's tax credit and uh, historically low interest rates, I mean that combination was just uh, gangbusters. We had a tremendous spring in this state. Now, you know, it's interesting because I, I saw uh, some statistics just recently, and it showed not only what, were the number of units moved, but, but also the value of those units. So, so housing prices seem to be uh, at least moving in a trend upward again. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think the thing that really helped was uh, there had been in the market a fairly large uh, inventory of foreclosures. And we were able to push most of those through the pipeline. Uh, which, when that happened, it increased the value of the foreclosed property, making it much more uh, competitive against a, an existing home uh, with a seller. So we saw the increased value of not just foreclosed properties, but properties around the state go by about 10%. Great stuff it is. And you're, you're doing a great job over there. A CEO of the Michigan Association of Realtors, Bill Martin. Thanks for jumping on with us today. We appreciate it, my friend. Have a great week. Thanks, Chris. You as well. All right. Bill Martin. We'll be right back on the Michigan Business Beat. I'm Chris Holman. Hi, this is Chris Holman, and I'm here with Ed Harden from McLaren Health Plan, a McLaren Health Service. Ed, you guys are really picking up a lot of clients, and there have to be reasons. Tell me why people are choosing McLaren Health Plan. I'm going to start with the the one that's most important to people. With 8,500 providers to choose from, people are able to see their doctor at their hospital and get the care when they need it most. So you get to pick your doctor? Yes. All right, let's talk a little bit about cost. Well, we have the lowest administrative costs in the state of Michigan, and we pass that savings on to our customers. And frankly, that's why we're having the success right now that we are is because we're a very affordable plan. One of the worries always is, can I get included? 
Is, is there exclusion? You know, at McLaren Health Plan, our mission is to improve the health status of all the members that we serve. So we will never exclude anyone for coverage or put a pre-existing condition or block you from enrolling with us. Ed, how do people get a hold of you? McLarenHealthPlan.org will have all the information you need to give us a great look. Ed Harden, McLaren Health Plan, and McLaren Health Service. Ask yourself this. Do you love what you drive? At the Okemos Auto Collection, all the vehicles you'll experience are in that very exclusive love what you drive category. For example, you can lease the beautiful 5th generation 2010 Mercedes-Benz C-Class for as little as $379 a month. An incredibly low payment for that love what you drive sensation. Or how about the all-new 9th generation 2010 Mercedes-Benz E-Class, endowed with bold new styling and prodigious power, starting at $689 a month. Plus, new for 2011 at the Okemos Auto Collection, the Mercedes E-Class Convertible is back and in stock. If you want a luxurious, fuel-efficient SUV, the Mercedes-Benz GLK starts at just $479 a month. Shop our entire Mercedes-Benz inventory online at okemosautocollection.com. Or for a hands-on experience, stop by the Okemos Auto Collection at Jolly and Okemos Roads in person. The Okemos Auto Collection. Love what you drive. This is another National Wildlife Refuge Minute. Crystal River National Wildlife Refuge in Florida is home to a myriad of species, but there's one in particular for which it's known, the West Indian manatee. Manatees inhabit these sheltered waters year-round, and Crystal River Refuge was created specifically for their protection. But manatees float right beneath the surface, making them very hard to see, especially from a moving boat. And deep cuts from boat propellers are one of their biggest threats. Luckily, a manatee rescue team is on call 24-7 to make sure that future generations will be able to enjoy these gentle giants. National wildlife refuges all around the country are doing their part to protect wildlife. With more than 500 refuges, you don't have to go far to make a special connection with nature. Learn more at fws.gov refuges. That's fws.gov refuges. Car number seven is pulling into the pit. Team, I want peak performance. Let's go over my diabetes checklist. Start taking action now for diabetes. Medication. Got them. And my insulin supplies. Exercise. Check at least 30 minutes most days. Blood sugar level. On target. Diet. Eating healthy. And your A1C is under control. Keeping your blood pressure and your cholesterol in the zone is also important. Check. How am I doing? Your numbers are looking good. You're good to go. Thanks, team. Whoa, look at number seven, racing out of the pit. Managing diabetes, including controlling blood sugar, is a team effort. Keeping your body at its peak performance requires a plan that's right for you. Take the wheel and start taking action now for diabetes. For more information, visit StandForDiabetes.org. That's StandForDiabetes.org. A public service of TCOID made possible with support from Sanofi Aventis U.S. All right, welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat. I'm Chris Holman, and it's time for our startup of the week. James uh, Betzel joins us. He's a partner at Avanti Law, which is uh, which is located in Grand Rapids. And uh, Jim, it's good to have you on. How you doing? Great, thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me on. Excellent. That's that's a good answer. And the reason I say that is uh, there are a lot of people that would say, "Hey, we're in somewhat of a challenged economy," and uh, and one thing we are we are not cutting back on is the number of law uh, law students that we graduate from our many law schools here. So there's a few of you guys looking for work, right? We sure are. In fact, uh, that's sort of the situation that uh, four of us found ourselves in here in West Michigan. And we decided that, you know, even though the economy is sort of down at this time and even though there's a lot of risk involved, we figured we'd make a go for it and uh, see what we can do to help the community by offering our uh, legal services. Well, I'll tell you what, that was uh, that was pretty courageous. And now we're going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, what makes that unique? Tell me, tell me about your three partners. Did you guys know each other from law school, or uh, how did how did you actually get together? Well, well, I've been working with uh, Robert Alvarez for a number of years now in some of the larger class action cases he's been working on uh, for wage and hour violations. Um, and having worked on the other side of a couple of cases with Raquel Salas, uh, Robert had already known her, and they you know began communicating and began sharing ideas about starting a new firm and. And once actually we gotten underway, we realized that, you know, there was actually so much work for us to do that we needed an additional attorney who could focus uh, pretty specifically on immigration 
And uh, just coincidentally, we were contacted by uh, attorney Megan Moore, who had been working uh, with Farm Worker Legal Services and some of her own contract work. And, uh, you know, she said, hey, you know, what's going on? Can I help you guys? And, and we said, yes, absolutely. We met with her and saw, saw what we liked. So uh, since then, we've been working together on a number of cases, um, some of them high profile, some of them not so high profile, but still quite important. Um, well, talk, let's talk about that. Get, give me a little, give me a little anecdotal information here. You, you've had some kind of interesting cases. Sure. Shortly after we formed, I think it was, I think it was the week that we formed back in May, first week of May, we actually filed a lawsuit against uh, Ottawa County in connection with Maldives, uh, a Mexican Alliance Legal Defense Fund from Chicago, because um, the county was, uh, they weren't allowing people to marry if they couldn't prove that they had a social security number or if they couldn't prove a reason for not having one. Now, as you know, there's a lot of people in the country who don't have Social Security numbers, and it's not always because of their immigration status. Um, and actually, under the United States Constitution, the right to marry and be married, you know, for a U.S. citizen to marry the person of their choosing is, the Supreme Court said, uh, a constitutionally protected right. So we filed suit to enforce that right, and uh, you know, within, within a few weeks, we're successful in negotiating a settlement where uh, Ottawa County would change their procedures, and it would allow for people to have their right to marry again. Excellent stuff. That had to be a somewhat ground uh, groundbreaking there for a new firm. It was, and it, you know, and you know, fortunately, uh, we've actually been finalizing uh, an up-counsel relationship with one of the state's largest uh, plaintiff's firms. I can't give all the details on that yet, but uh, it's safe to say that we're finalizing that agreement. So that really gives us you know, the backing of one of the biggest firms in the state uh, for any of these higher-profile cases that, you know, require more resources or require more manpower. We have someone who's there, you know, ready to back us up. Well, you know, let's talk a little bit about your uniqueness because it, it takes a little bit of uniqueness to, to hang a shingle out that says attorneys at law, right? Sure, sure, absolutely. I guess one of the things that makes us most unique is all of our attorneys, and there's four of us, we're completely bilingual. We all speak English and Spanish. Um, I also speak Portuguese, but really it's the Hispanic community in western Michigan that we're able to cater to um, when they come to our office. Um, and that, filling that niche has really been what's, uh, what's kept us busy. I mean, I, like you said, there's, there's so many lawyers out there and there's so many, so many, there's only so many people with problems at one time. So what, what'll make them come to us? And, you know, we've had some great marketing efforts with local organizations, um, local newspapers, uh, radio, We've really been able to get our name out there and to get recognized and to be recognized as bilingual attorneys who know how to take care of our clients and you know who works it's incredibly hard for them and get them the results that they need. You found yourself a great little niche there. You certainly have. Tell, tell me a little bit about uh, you know you guys have a pretty strong commitment to uh, to the client services piece. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for example, the other day we got a phone call. You know, it was an unfortunate farm accident where a couple of boys passed away. Um, and, you know, you know, the dad called and said, you know, look, I need some help. I need something right away. And I looked him up on Google Maps, and I said, you know what, I'll be there in an hour. And I left my office right away, went over there. Um, and the last last week or so, you know, it's been this family, his, his two families have needed constant attention and constant help getting the, getting the resources right, making sure that the boys' remains were taken care of properly, making sure that, um, you know, the funeral home and and all of the other insurance companies involved, um, you know, make sure that they were taken care of. Yeah. So it's that commitment to, you know, when someone has a problem and, and we find ourselves serving a sector of the community that needs that additional attention, that's we're very sensitive to that. Well, it's tremendous stuff, and it's a great way to, to, to build a clientele that's going to stay with you for a while. Uh, tell, me, tell me a little bit about, I, I know it's early to ask you what you want to do when you grow up, but where do, you, where do you want your firm to go? What are you thinking that you want to do with your firm? We want to be the go-to firm in West Michigan. When, when somebody has a problem, when someone says, you know what, this problem happened to me, you know, I've got this question and this concern, we want to be the firm that people say, you know what, I'm just going to give Avanti a call. I'm going to, I'm going to see what they have to say. Um, you know, they have a wealth of information and a wealth of resources on all these topics. You know, we want to be the, pe- the group that, that people come to when they need to know something. You know. Well, that's uh, a... Is this law that we see in the news, is that going to be legal? Is it constitutional? You know, what, what can I do for my, for my son or my family who want to immigrate? You know, those sort of questions. Great, great spot to be in. Um, 
Startup of the week, James Betzold, uh, partner at Avanti Law uh, Group over in Grand Rapids. Thanks for being with us. Keep up the good work, my friend. Thanks for having me on, Chris. All right. Good to talk to you. Spotlight guest of the week right around the corner when we come back. Peter Lark, president of the Lansing Board of Water and Light with a big announcement. This is, this is really news breaking, so stay with us. Right here on the Michigan Business Beat, I'm Chris Holman. It's hard to run your business alone. That's why the Small Business Association of Michigan is here to help. Become a free trial member of the Small Business Association of Michigan and take advantage of the buying power, political power, and expert resources we have available. The Small Business Association of Michigan can provide you with many time and money-saving services, including free human resources advice, free legal expertise, gasoline discounts for you and your employees, retirement plan services, and cost-effective health plans. With the Small Business Association of Michigan at your side, you'll also get the power to amplify your voice in the halls of the Capitol on issues important to your business. Through our weekly legislative updates, opportunities to support business-friendly candidates, and Small Business Association of Michigan lobbyists advancing the small business agenda. For more information, call us today at 1-800-362-5461 or visit us on the web at www.sbam.org. You've probably heard it before. After the end of a relationship or marriage, a kindly friend or relative will offer those famous words of support. There are plenty of fish in the sea. Well, that kindly friend or relative is wrong, dead wrong. And not because you're hideous and undesirable, but because the fact is many fish are declining in number. Now, here's the part where you might ask, what can I do? Well, I'll tell you. On your next date, if you're going out for a nice meal or cooking a romantic dinner at home, be sure to choose fish that are plentiful or caught in an environmentally friendly way. That way, you'll help keep the oceans healthy and full of fish, and you'll look like a sensitive, caring person to whomever you're with. Now that's sure to score you some major points. To find out how to make the right seafood choices and help protect our oceans, and for other easy tips on how to protect our world, log on to GetGreen.com. It's easy to do, and let's be honest, now that you're single and lonely, you've got the time. That's GetGreen.com. A message from the Ad Council and Environmental Defense. This is Johnny Erickson Tata of DisabilityCampaign.org. I remember always being the first in my elementary school to raise my hand. I had it up before the teacher finished her question. I'd be the first one in phys ed to do the same. Oh, choose me, please, please choose me. Well, as a teenager, this adventuresome spirit had me diving into the Chesapeake Bay before checking the water. I hit bottom and I broke my neck, which left me a quadriplegic. I certainly wouldn't have chosen that, and I'd venture to say no one chooses lingering sickness or chronic pain or a disabling condition. But when it happens, we at disabilitycampaign.org want to help. You may know someone who needs your encouragement or physical assistance, so don't be embarrassed or afraid to reach out. Choose to help them. And we're here to help you get it all started at disabilitycampaign.org. Again, visit us at disabilitycampaign.org. America is facing a skilled workforce shortage. SkillsUSA can help. What is SkillsUSA? SkillsUSA is life-changing. SkillsUSA is awesome. SkillsUSA is one of the biggest opportunities life can give you. SkillsUSA is amazing. SkillsUSA is motivating. SkillsUSA specifically prepares you for the workforce. SkillsUSA empowers students to connect with a network of people, starting with their classmates, to their advisors, to other people in their states. SkillsUSA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. I'm doing something now that's going to be applicable in the real world, and those skills are going to be useful today in school and in five years when I'm working and for the rest of my life. On the web at skillsusa.org. Welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat. I'm Chris Holman, and it is time for our Spotlight Guest of the Week. Peter Lark joins us now. He's the president of the uh, Lansing Board of Water and Light. That's, of course, the power and the light, as you can imagine, for uh, that mid-Michigan district. And, uh, Peter, it's good to have you on the uh, on the show. How are you doing? 
I'm doing really great, Chris, and it's good to be on your show. What's oh, up? Always good to have you. Let, I, I want to do a couple things. First of all, I want to talk about the uh, Lansing Board of, uh, of Water and Light. Tell me a little bit about it so everybody knows exactly uh, what it does in its history. Well, we provide the utility services, four utility services for the mid-Michigan area and in particular the city of Lansing. And when I say four utility services, I'm talking about electricity, water, chilled water, and steam. We've been doing business since 1885, so it's our 125th anniversary. Well, it's a, it's a tremendous company, and it also is an economic development company because uh, because of the cost of, of, uh, of those sources of energy. Uh, we're a very cost-effective place for, for people to settle. Well, I, I'm glad to hear you think that, Chris, because I think that is true. We usually say we have the lowest rates of any Michigan-based utility, and I'm talking for electricity. And while I may or may not be correct, I'm pretty darn close to correct. It depends on which month you look at our rates, but because, of course, they fluctuate, as do all utilities rates fluctuate every month. But um, our nearest competitor is about 20% higher than we are, and we're certainly one of the lowest cost providers in the state of Michigan, and darn proud of it. Well, feel good. I'm going to certify you right now as being accurate in that statement. So you're, you're gold now, Peter. Well, thank you, Chris. Let's, uh, that's all right. Let, let's, let's, that. let's talk a little bit about uh, you and how you gravitated to the Board of Water and Light. You've got pretty good background for this. Well, Chris, I've been in utilities pretty long. I've been doing utility sorts of things for a number of years now. And as you probably know, but, of course, your listeners probably know, I was chairman of the Michigan Public Service Commission for four years before I came here. And what the chairman of the Public Service Commission does is regulate all of the utilities in the state of Michigan. Now, that would include Consumers Energy and Detroit Edison, the two biggest. We at the Board of Water and Light are the third largest. Uh, but all of the utilities, uh, large and small, are regulated by the Public Service Commission. Before that, I was the state's consumer advocate, the energy consumer advocate for the state of Michigan under three attorneys general. So so you fought on both sides of this issue, really, <laughs> of uh, supplying power and fighting for those people who are getting the power and, and then moving into supplying the power yourself. Yeah, Chris, that's an interesting observation. I don't get that too much from interviewers, but uh, obviously you're picking up things pretty quickly because I am the rare guy in the United States. In fact, every state has a utility consumer advocate, and I was that under Frank Kelly and Attorney General Granholm and Attorney General Cox for a little bit. And that really is a very uh, pro-customer position. And then the next position I had was chair of the Public Service Commission, which, which requires a, a balancing on, on both sides of the utility and the customer side. And now I'm overrunning a utility, which gives me the utility side. So really, I'm a pretty rare bird um, when it comes to that kind of experience. In fact, nationally, I think I was the only consumer advocate ever to become uh, chairman of a public service commission. So that, that's a pretty distinguishing piece. And then little did they know, uh, four years later, I ended up running a utility. So uh, it's pretty interesting. It's a very diverse background, a fun background. And it, I think it suits, it suits me pretty well to the Board of Water and Light in the city of Lansing. Well, I think it's a great background. It gives you a little perspective from all sides of the table there. You can be empathetic with everybody. In, in the meantime, because you are a major employer in, uh, in the Lansing area, and uh, you are very involved in the community, and you're very involved, uh, whether you like it or not, in economic development. And I happen to know that you do like it. And uh, last Wednesday, you made a pretty major announcement along those lines. Tell me about that. Well, I did. We've been looking for uh, sources or ways to replace some of our aging uh, infrastructure anyway. And I'm thinking now primarily our steam plants. And as long as we're going to do this a steam plant replacement, because our plants are about 55 years old, we're going to build, we intend to build, or we plan to build something fancy called the Combined Cycle Cogeneration Natural Gas Plant. And what that means to your listeners, I think, is really simply this. What we're going to do is take natural gas, burn it, and create steam and electricity out of it. It's considered the most efficient use of natural gas for generating power. So we're pretty excited about that. We're going to put it in an area called Rio Town, which is an area that could use some development in the city of Lansing. And it's going to be great, I think, for the city of Lansing. It's going to be great for Rio Town. So for Rio Town, I expect them to get a great neighbor. We're going to be a good neighbor, and we're going to bring 180 employees down there. So that should be a real positive thing for them. And for the city of Lansing, it's going to be quite, I think, an economic driver in that the investment we're going to put into that area is going to be over $180 million, which is about 1,000 construction, construction jobs. Well, it's absolutely going to be a real spike for down there because that's an area, and for those of you who don't know, it's the south end of Lansing over the Grand River. 
uh, on on basically a main street. It's it's called uh, Washington Square, but uh, it, it's been in dire need. A few people have, have gone down there and tried to uh, do individual uh, businesses to kind of renovate it, and and the success has been kind of mixed in that regard. Uh, this should bring a little more stable economy because you've got a lot of people that are going to eat lunch. You've got a lot of people that are going to, you know, maybe stop for one after uh, afterwards uh, after work. You've got a lot of people that uh, and and you know the other thing is there's there's a, a depot on that property which is now pretty vacant and you've got some some good plans for that. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Chris. There's a, a depot that's been in existence for over a hundred years and it's, uh, on the Michigan Historical Register, but it's. I think every glass in the depot is broken. Uh, the roof is caving in, and it doesn't really look too swell at the moment. But what we plan to do is upgrade it and rehab it, and make it look pretty much like it used to look in its heyday, and use it as meeting space for board of water and light activities, but also open it up to the Rio Town community. So they'll be able to use it for community events as well. So it should be pretty good. We're going to build it. The new building we're going to build is going to be it's going to be, as I said, a natural gas plant. But what it's going to look like is a big office building. It's going to be very difficult from the street to tell it apart from anything other than, say, an office building, an apartment building. We hope it to be LEED certified. There's going to be windows on all sides. It's going to be bricked. Of course, we're going to put some solar on the roof. We're the first utility in the state to have a renewable portfolio standard. We're going to have some vertical wind machines on the roof. Um, so it's going to be a real beautiful building, and next to that, we're going to have the, the depot that, that you and I just discussed, and that will, of course, be open to the community because, as I said before, I want to stress this. We want this to be a real win for Rio Town. Uh, we want Rio Town to really benefit from this. We want to do some economic development for the city planting. Well, it's a great piece. Peter Lark, the president of the Lansing Board of Water and Light, thanks so much for being our Spotlight Guest of the Week. And I want to thank Mike Batterby from SBAM and Sid Allen from uh, the Midland Chamber, Tim uh, Damon from the Lansing Regional Chamber, and, uh, and of course, our Startup of the Week, Jim uh, Betzold from the Avante Law Group. Uh, and you just heard from Peter Lark from the Lansing Board of Water and Light. Remember to give us a buzz down here. Just send me an email if you find a business we should talk about or you've got an event that that is coming up that would be beneficial to our state's entrepreneur and business owners. Email me, Chris Holman, at the Michigan Business Beat at yahoo.com. Thanks for being with us. Same time, same station, same Internet next week right here on the Michigan Business Beat. And from all of us, we wish you a very prosperous week. I'm Chris Holman. It's hard to run your business alone. That's why the Small Business Association of Michigan is here to help. Become a free trial member of the Small Business Association of Michigan and take advantage of the buying power, political power, and expert resources we have available. The Small Business Association of Michigan can provide you with many time and money-saving services, including free human resources advice, free legal expertise, gasoline discounts for you and your employees, retirement plan services, and cost-effective health plans. With the Small Business Association of Michigan at your side, you'll also get the power to amplify your voice in the halls of the Capitol on issues important to your business. Through our weekly legislative updates, opportunities to support business-friendly candidates, and Small Business Association of Michigan lobbyists advancing the small business agenda. For more information, call us today at 1-800-362-5461 or visit us on the web at www.sbam.org. Wetlands are home to hundreds of wildlife species. They also purify our water and provide extraordinary places to enjoy the outdoors. But more than half our original wetlands have disappeared, and we lose 100,000 additional wetland acres every year. Since 1937, Ducks Unlimited has led the charge to restore and protect our wetlands. You can help. Call DU at 1-800-45-DUCKS or log on to www.ducks.org. 